Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Good. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. So we survived, you know, the five boys, <laughs> five boys, one house, no mama. We all survived. One dog. Right. Five boys, one dog. Right. Or, yeah. You were, are you including yourself in one of those boys or was that yeah, the dog? Including, yeah, I'm including myself. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was only a weekend. I've been gone much longer mm-hmm. recently. Yes. Yeah. So I was very proud of us. Yeah. Good. Well, we had a woman's retreat, mm-hmm. which was very nice. Good. Um, we had a new team of people put it on this year. So a shout out to, let's see if I can get Sherry, John L, Marissa... Um, Lisa, Amy. Oh my goodness. Yes, five of them Good. put on a beautiful retreat for us about, uh, it was about the Sabbath. They called it Breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked about Psalm 4610, Be Still and Know That I Am God. Okay. Oh, and other things as well. Um, but, anyways, it was a great weekend. Thanks to all who came and thanks to all who put it on. So, what was one of your highlights? Mm. Well, I always like to do the swing and the hike. So in terms of just getting outside, Mm -hmm. we always have Saturday afternoon off. Um, But then, uh, well, the the sessions were very good. Um, So that was nice. And then we, in the evenings, we like either play some games to help us get to know each other better. This time, Judy brought some new stuff uh, in. Like it's called like questionable or something like Mm -hmm. that. And you have to answer a question just a random question. They're pretty funny. Some of them mm-hmm. are funny. Some of them are serious. But it's right. just a chance for everybody to get to know each get other. To know each other. Yep. Good. And so those were fun. Yeah, it was all good. Good, good. Well, I'm glad that you went. And I hear that you gave a talk. As yes, well. I did. I talked on the second part of um, "Be Still and Know That I Am God." I talked on knowing that I am God. Oh, uh-huh. so what did you say? Well, I'm not going to rehash the whole thing right well, I'm here. But... <laughs> well, my basic points were just like that. Often you hear the advice to like don't sweat the small stuff but really we'd be better off actually sweating the stuff that we have control over the small stuff and leaving the rest to god part of knowing that god knowing that god is god is leaving the big stuff to him yeah and how kind of our our culture wants us to get all wrapped up in the things we have no control over such as Mm -hmm. you know inflation climate change all the big things and just really if we could focus on the things that god wants us to have control over such as Maybe our tongues or mm-hmm. our thoughts or some of those things right before us, um, we'd be better off. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Counterintuitive, but I like it. Yes, thank you. I like it. Yeah, good. Well, good. So, uh, yeah, so the boys and I had a good time. Mm-hmm. We uh, had a, a football game. Yeah, up you had in to Wimberley go to Wimberley. Yep, nice yep. little town, Wimberley. Uh-huh. So, went to football game and back, and then we took the boys out for Chinese food on Saturday night. I know. Night. So all, that was a you real and all treat. four boys. That's so random that Sam was actually available on a Saturday night. Well, that worked. I, I think it helped that I said to him, Hey, I'm taking the boys out for Chinese food tonight. You want to come? He was like, All right. Right, but yeah. even that he was home. Um, yeah, that's fun. And then did he have something after? I saw something on Instagram. Well, he had something the night before. It was a barn dance. Yeah, the barn dance. It mm-hmm. must have been after that that they, that they yeah, went had to a that. great okay. time. And then did you guys watch the Buckeyes or were you not able to because of... Oh, oh they no, had a bye. The, the Buckeyes had a bye week. Yeah, okay. Texas won. Um, mm-hmm. Tennessee defeated Alabama. Yeah. So there was much rejoicing and cheering throughout the house, whole household. Because yes, right. that means Ohio State moves up if that's you're wondering right. why we would cheer about that. And plus it's Alabama. Plus it's yeah. Alabama. And then last night the Bills won against the Chiefs. And, you know, being a Syracuse, New York boy, Bills have been my team forever so it's 
Great to see them finally winning games again. Yeah, you guys were all very into that yeah. game. Well, it's a good thing we were because I think we helped them. Okay, I good. think our cheering really helped them. So. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay, so now we are getting back to the Crossway study. We're calling it the whole Bible, mm-hmm. um, but we're just following along how you're going in the Crossway study. And last week you talked about the law. Yeah, and so in Crossways, you know, we are, this is uh, Unit 9. And so God's people arrive at Mount Sinai, Unit 8, and then we camp out there 9 and 10, and then uh, 11, and then finally 12, they head out. So we, we spend like three uh, three units camped out at, uh, at Mount Sinai because what God does there is so crucially important to understanding the rest of the Bible. For sure. Uh, and so it's there at Mount Sinai that God makes a covenant with his people. He says, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Mm-hmm. Here's what I have done for you. Now here's what I want you to do for me. And of course, what immediately follows is the Ten Commandments. But then after the Ten Commandments are all the other laws, 613 altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, all the other laws, commandments, statutes, and ordinances that the Lord gives to his people on Mount Sinai. And if you've ever read through the, uh, if you've ever tried to read through the Bible from beginning to end, most people get to about the giving of the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of folks give up because right. you got the rest of Exodus, all of Leviticus, all of numbers, and then, but wait, there's more. Then Deuteronomy comes around the second time. Deuteronomy like the time second time, yeah. That's what it means, by again, the way. Right, Deuteronomy. Which means Deuteronomy, second mm-hmm. law. Uh, and so there's these four books of the Bible where it's just law after law after law after law. And it's very hard for us uh, as Christians to read through it. It's very hard for us as Christians to make sense of it. Uh, and so that's why we're focusing on it today. Yeah. it's And we need to understand it. We definitely need to understand the distinction between the types of laws because as you mentioned in class, quite a few people will, you know, throw this at us like, well, why do you not, you know, um, what's an example? Why do you not, yeah, why do you eat shrimp when it says you can't eat shrimp, mm-hmm. but you don't kill when it says you can't kill? Like, why, why right. are you picking laws to follow exactly, as Christians, right. right? And so one, one of the things that, uh, that we looked at on this previous Wednesday, the most recent class, was that there are different types of law. Now, all of the law is God's law. Mm-hmm. Right? All of the law is God's law. It's all from him. But there are different types or different categories of law. And so on a small scale, there's different types of law. There's statutes, commandments, and ordinances. Not ordinances, that's, uh, that's armament for those of you in the military, but mm. ordinances, right? So you've got statutes, which are things like, when this happens, then you shall do this. So when your neighbor's ox falls in a ditch, then you shall pick it up, right? So that's kind of a statute. Okay. There's commandments, thou shalt, thou shalt not. There's ordinances, uh, which he describes how we are to carry out his ritual laws, Take a lamb a year old, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, that, those are ordinances. Okay. Uh, so there's different ca- types of law and there's different categories. And that's the really important distinction to make is that we have the moral categories, uh, you know, most notably the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not um, covet. covet, thou shalt not bear false witness, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Uh, and those are moral laws. Okay. Uh, but then there's also ritual laws, laws about clean and unclean. Laws about how to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Laws about how to set up the tabernacle, how to take it down, how to move it. Um, Laws about uh, kosher food and non-kosher food. Those are ritual laws. And then there's also national laws or covenant laws, which laws laws which describe how God's people are to live in the promised land Mm -hmm. when when he brings them to it. Okay. And the important distinction here is that those, those are all laws from God, yet not all those laws are binding on us. As Christians. As Christians, okay. right? Because remember, when God is making these commandments, he says to them, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the, 
house of Egypt out of the land of slavery. Mm-hmm. I will be your God. You will be my people. And so he's speaking to the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. And he gives them certain uh, laws which will distinguish them from all the nations round about. Right. And so in Leviticus 19, he says, I, the Lord your God, am holy. Therefore, you are to be holy. You are to be set apart. You are to be different from every other nation on the face of the earth. And here's how I want you to do it. And so he gives them law, uh, ritual laws of a clean and unclean, kosher and unkosher, and so forth. And God's people are to keep those laws as part of their distinctiveness as the nation of Israel. Right. But those are a different category from uh, moral laws about, you know, not killing, not cheating on your spouse, not telling lies. Those are different laws. Okay. Uh, and so it's an important distinction to make because though, though they're all from God, yet not all of them are binding upon us. And this is a, a this will become a major issue in the New sure. Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, God's people have to figure this out. Right. Uh, and so Jesus kind of points a path forward. You know, when Jesus comes, he's often doing things on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It seems like intentionally to kind of tweak the nose of the, the Pharisees. Okay. Um, and then there's that one thing where, you know, uh, Jesus says it's not what goes into the stomach, but what comes out of the heart that mm-hmm. makes a person unclean. And mm-hmm. so he implicitly sets aside all the, the kosher laws. Uh, and and the, the apostles have to figure out, well, what this means. Right, which so, is very complicated. It is. you know, and so, and so as you read through the New Testament, you go through the things about circumcision. Uh, do you have to be circumcised mm-hmm. or not? Do you have to keep kosher or not? Do you have to keep the Sabbath day or not? And those mm-hmm. are all laws mm-hmm. that the apostles had to figure out. Uh, and what they, re- what they came down on is, no, those laws were given to Israel, mm-hmm. God's chosen people. We are members of a new covenant. Uh, and so the moral laws are binding upon us, but not the laws, the ritual laws and the kosher laws. Okay. And so often, yeah, the way it's talked about is, as you already mentioned, the reason they were given all these laws was to set them apart, right? Mm-hmm. So that wherever they lived and among whomever they lived, they would not only be different, but look different. I mean, right. it, it dealt with their clothing, what mm-hmm. they wore, what they ate, all the things. So they definitely were completely set apart. And right. the way, you know, we talk about it again, then once Jesus came and we received the Holy Spirit, Christians also are to be set apart. I mean, Peter talks about the same thing as we're a holy nation, you know, all the things, but we're spiritually set apart, right? Mm-hmm. So that what people are supposed to see from us is of a spiritual nature more than a physical nature. So we're supposed to exhibit, you know, the fruit right. of the Spirit. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and remember what God is doing through Abraham. God chooses one man, Abraham, and he says that through you and through your descendants, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Well, Abraham's descendant, Jesus, is the, the focus through which God will bless all the descendants of the earth. And so God chose one particular people, one culture, and he made them a holy culture. Mm-hmm. But then when the gospel goes out, it goes out to all the cultures. And so these culturally specific things, what to eat, what to wear, okay. so on and so forth, no longer apply because now God's gospel goes out to all the cultures. Got it. And so that's the distinction there. That's the, the huge turning point mm-hmm. of the new covenant, uh, the covenant that, that is open to us through Jesus Christ. Right. Is that it's no longer just for one specific people. It's for all the people. And so those things which differentiate you know, God's people from all the others no longer apply. Okay. And it's important for us because... You know, in today's day and age, you know, I follow a lot of Twitter and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you'll often hear people uh, say these things which on the surface seem, you know, fairly um, intelligent, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. But when you think about it, they really make no sense at all. Okay. And so, uh, you know, for example, you'll often have um, gay rights activists say something like, well, you know, in the, in the, ten, in, in the Old Testament, it says you're not allowed to wear uh, clothing made of two types of different fabric yes. and 
you know, it says you're not supposed to put uh, two types of seed in your field. You're not supposed to eat shrimp and ham. Mm -hmm. uh, and you Christians do all that. So why can't I right. you know, sleep Marry with a man I love? Yeah, right, right. Uh, and it sounds intelligent, but mm -hmm. it's just a complete uh, mis misunderstanding. Of the different laws. Of the different laws, mm -hmm. right? That there's the moral laws, right. uh, which are still binding on all of us. Right. And which deal with nature. Which deal with nature. Right, more I mean, or less. Some of them do. Like, you know, about a man and with a man, that's... Yeah, they really have to do with creation. You yeah, know, that, uh, creation is the that, word I was looking for. Um, that God has created us in yes. certain ways, and mm -hmm. so therefore God protects uh, that created order um, in all kinds of different ways. And so the, the, the laws which prohibit uh, sexual immorality, um, there's a whole category of things that should not be mixed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, mothers and sons, mm -hmm. fathers and daughters, mm -hmm. um, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. man and man, woman and woman, okay. uh, women and animals, men and animals, oh like all these mm -hmm. kind of things that right. should not be mixed. It's more about the created order okay. than simply a ritual law. Okay. So that's an important distinction. To right, make, because right? you do hear that a lot. You do, yeah. And it's, it's kind of confusing. I mean, some people sure. will say, well, you know, you can't pick and choose from the Bible. And so if you're eating a ham and cheese sandwich, then, you know, why can't I just sleep with whomever I want? Right. Because you know? those are different laws. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so different laws. Exactly. Well, what about to complicate it a little bit? Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so what about in the New Testament when, for instance, Paul says something like women should cover their heads? Mm -hmm. um, how do we say that's, we would say that's more of a cultural yeah. idea or what would we say to that? Because we don't. I don't cover my head. No, you don't. Uh, and so that, that's a great question. That, and that's one of the open questions, okay. so to speak, in the in the history of the New Testament interpretation. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, when Paul says that, that okay. when you know women are to are to remain silent in church and mm -hmm. to cover their heads, is that a uh, it, is that a commandment from God? Right. Is that the advice of the Apostle Paul? Mm -hmm. And if it is the advice of the Apostle Paul, is it one of these culturally conditioned things, mm -hmm. or does it really have to do with a moral created order? Right. Uh, and so there are some Christians, you know, for example, the Amish, mm -hmm. um, you know, very conservative Catholics. Right. Who to True. this day say no that women when they go into church they really need to cover their heads okay. and so they wear you know hats or veils mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, but most of us would say no that when Paul is writing he was writing uh, a culturally specific thing that in the Greek and Roman culture of that time, uh, as in Muslim culture today, mm -hmm. uh, a woman's hair was considered very intimate, and right. so therefore it was not to be exposed to anyone but her own family. Right. And so for a woman to be out in public with her hair uncovered would be like wearing a short tank top and a miniskirt or something. Mm -hmm. It's just inappropriate. And Paul <laughs> well, you that. tell that to every single girl alive right now. Well, yeah, but, bit, <laughs> and, you know, but in church. Is, is my oh, point. yes. In okay, church. okay. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, no, but there was, I'm sorry, there was a funny meme the other day about, it had like a, five like 1940s women in their swimming suits and mm -hmm. at that time the swimming suit was, was like a little tank dress that it was a, it was basically a dress it was mm -hmm. a short dress though and they were like it said something like uh i wonder if the 1940s know the homecoming girls took their dresses or something yeah, like that like, you know because every homecoming dress this year was like literally super short super short yeah, yeah. yeah. anyways that's an aside but okay the point being that that was culturally normal and so christians were already considered way out of bounds on so many mm -hmm. things, you know, that Paul in some sense was trying to make it less scandalous. Like, yeah, let's have our women cover their heads right. as well. So as not to cause, so offense. Not to cause right. offense, which he does in other places. Exactly. So that would be in line with, yeah. yeah. And you know, another, another really uh, controversial one mm -hmm. has to do with slavery. And yes. So time and time again, uh, Paul and the other apostles 
uh, do not counsel the overthrow of slavery. Right. They say, no slaves, you know, be loyal to your masters. Masters, be kind of loving mm-hmm. to your slaves. And so uh, because it was just such an entrenched part of that culture that they weren't about to take it over. Right. And that, that one's even, I mean, that was an entrenched part of every single culture yeah. in every single day and age. And so the way that the Christians handled it was so far, we call it progressive now, was mm-hmm. so far ahead of the curve. I mean, to have masters being kind to their slaves and treating them well. Right. I mean, so, I mean, that was radical, but everybody looks at that and says, oh, well, Christians promote slavery. No, actually, we were working, they were working away from it. Um, Yeah. And then in the history of interpretation, what what comes is people would look at the principle and they say, well, you know, clearly God is for freedom. Right. It is for freedom that that, that Jesus has set you free. Do Mm -hmm. not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Right. The big event of the Old Testament is the exodus out of slavery. Mm -hmm. And so that was the, so what abolitionists would argue is that in the big picture, the main principle is freedom, is yeah. redemption, and that Paul was accommodating the culture. Right. And but also that would be the, another uh, the, instance. Yes. And also, you know, the, actually those who freed slave eventually got slavery abolished were strong Christians. They were all Christians. Yeah. You know, William Wilberforce, yeah. William Wilberforce in mm-hmm. Britain. Yep. Uh, and Christians here in, uh, in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so another example of this would be there's a, a, there's a church in America called the Seventh-day Adventists. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Adventists, they believe that Jesus was coming in the late 19th century. I can't remember when. Okay. Of course, they got that one wrong. Uh, but the seventh day refers to the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And so here would be an example of a Christian group, which reading, reads through the Old Testament and says, it's, it says in the Ten Commandments, remember the Sabbath day, which is the seventh day. And so therefore, we have to worship on the Sabbath day, mm-hmm. on the seventh day, which is Saturday, not on Sunday. Okay. And so they came up with this distinct theology saying that all christians have been wrong because you're worshiping on the eighth day not the seventh day and so you have to worship on the seventh day to be a real christian right and this would be one of those examples okay they're taking Uh, it literally yeah is that no and and, uh to close the loop on it you know what what orthodox christians have always said is that no the sabbath day was given to god's people right as that, that is as the sabbath day as the seventh day uh, from the first, from the the first week, really of, mm-hmm. of Christian history, Christians have a meeting on the Lord's Day, which is Sunday, the eighth day, because that's the day Jesus rose from the dead. Right, and that's what we celebrate. And so, so we so we worship on the Lord's Day, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We keep the Sabbath. You know, we've kind of uh, moved the Sabbath, the uh, the principle of the Sabbath, to worshiping on the Lord's mm-hmm. Day. But, but if you want to be real technical. The Sabbath, defined as from sundown Friday to mm-hmm. uh, sundown Saturday, is not something we keep. It's right. something which is given to the Jews. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that would be an example of yes. how Christians have used these things in different ways. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is the law. Uh, it's it's a lot of work there, but the I, I guess the big uh, the big takeaway is there are different types of laws, mm-hmm. and not all of them are still binding upon us. Right. They all are from God, but not all are binding upon us. Okay. Okay, good. So what are they supposed to read? If they were, if they missed class, what were they supposed to read? Do you remember? That is a fine question. Yeah, I think we forgot uh, to say yes, that last I week. Did, you know. It was like three different chapters. Well. I don't have it on me, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We failed in one of I our... I did fail No, you didn't fail. We, well, yes. well, I can remember this. Let's see. It I... was about... Why don't you hit pause and I can look it up. Okay, we're going to pause for one second. We've never done that before. How do I do that? I don't know. Hit the space bar, maybe? All right, I found them. It's in the book of Numbers. Uh-huh. Numbers chapter 13, 20, and 25. So 13, Numbers 13, is the story of how uh, the, the 12 men went to spy out Canaan. Oh, yes. 10 were bad what and 2 were, 12 were bad and 2 were good. Yeah. Right. We live a song for that. Yeah. So that's uh, Numbers 13, spying mm-hmm. out of Canaan. Numbers mm-hmm. 20 
is when Moses strikes the rock, and as a result, God will not let him into the promised land. So we'll look at that, uh, Numbers 20. And then Numbers 25 is about the Baal of Peor, where God's people on the border of the promised land decide to turn away from the Lord and worship Baal. Uh, and that's really important, especially for, um, for Unit 10, which Pastor Berquist will be teaching. Yes, good. So. And it's obviously important for Zeke, too, because he's going crazy about that. Yeah. yeah okay, it's, <laughs> it's time for us to sign off. All right, so we will talk to you later. Yep.